All right, hello, my dear friends here at Inside the Fort. So this recording is part two of my dad's book that was mailed to me last Wednesday, December 6, 2023. And I just wanted to fill you in on what's been going on since then. <laughs> on, on the 7th, the following day, I hadn't really thought much about opening up the book just yet. In fact, it was still in the envelope that it came in. And the 7th happened to be my graduation day for a cohort program that I have been a part of with another nonprofit for the last eight weeks, eight or nine weeks, give or take. And this is also a military affiliated nonprofit. And I really had no idea what I was going to say for my graduation speech. It was a couple of cohort programs coming together for a big graduation. And my the facilitator for my cohort program had hand-selected me to give a speech on behalf of my cohort, which was absolutely an honor. And at the same time, I, I was pretty confident that whatever impromptu speech I was going to give was going to be genuine and heartfelt and timely. And I had five minutes to do it. And I'm glad I didn't prepare for my speech because when they had reached out to me, this was before I found out that I was going to get a physical copy of my dad's book. That being said, for my graduation speech on December 7th, I decided to open up by honoring my dad and honoring the fact that I come from a Gold Star family. Often in these spaces, in these military support spaces for like entrepreneurship, for military spouses and for veterans, often Gold Star families are put in a completely different organization or category and are often not part of the list of military affiliated people that is mentioned in an organization's mission statement. And that is absolutely okay. It's absolutely okay. I, I'm not going to stand here and say that's not fair. Gold Star families matter too. Like I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Just acknowledging that I felt like my ticket into this cohort program was that my husband served in the military and I had considered myself a veteran spouse. So I decided, going back to the start of my speech, I decided to honor my dad. And I said, my ticket, I think my ticket to have gotten into this program was because of the fact that my husband was is a veteran. But I also want to let you all know that I'm not just a veteran spouse. I am a Gold Star family member. And I took this opportunity to show everyone my book in the Zoom session, Silent Soul, the MM1 Alfonso Updal Amos story by the Price of Freedom Chronicles Cold War Era. And once again, this is a shout out to the nonprofit that made this book possible, the Price of Freedom uh, Foundation. And it's funny because what I'm telling you now, how as I recap my speech, my actual speech was incredibly emotional. I got choked up immediately. And I shared the story about, I, I essentially said something along the lines of the reason why I bring this up now is a lot of my upbringing had felt like we were, our family was unseen. So that was Thursday. And then on Friday, December 8th, I was hosting a book club. And at the very end, I found that as a great opportunity to let everyone know in the book club that my dad's book had come in the mail. And then on Sunday, December 10th, 
there I have friends at my church that as they get to know me more they become more curious about my personal life and I decided on that following Sunday to bring my dad's book and share it with them and the reason why I share all this is because it's just so meaningful to go from praying away my dad by praying over the rosary so a little background when once upon a time I was raised Catholic and how we often dealt with the passing of a loved one was to spend a certain amount of time praying away the family member by going over or the loved one by going over the rosary a couple of times and looking back I think what would have been more helpful for me or would it, what would have been extra helpful in addition to praying would be to have dialogue to celebrate my dad's life rather than pray it away. And so fast forward to today, it's been so beautiful in just the couple of having this book that I've had the opportunity to share this book with a couple of my, a couple of different communities that I'm a part of. And most importantly, to have community, to have support, because like growing up in the military, um, I had a built-in community. There was the military community, there was my family friends, and it was never a question if we had community or support or not. We just always had it. It was just my normal. And then after losing my dad, it felt like that built-in community was immediately stripped away. And 20 plus years later, I would say actually 25, (laughs) 25 years later, to have a physical copy of my dad's story, for him to be remembered and for me to not just go in my own little corner and process it on my own, but to in fact share it with people and to proudly share it with people who care about me and value learning more about me in these last couple of days has been incredibly meaningful. That being said, I just wanted to let you all in the loop on what's been going on. As a recap, The following Wednesday, December 6th, was when I got the book. The 7th was when I had a graduation speech for my entrepreneur cohort program in which I decided to take the opportunity to open up by honoring my dad. Friday, I had a book club that I was hosting and figured I'd take that opportunity to talk about my dad's book. And then I continued to share the book with my church friends that following Sunday. And... I think it was after the book club last Friday that I had decided to finally open up the book and read it. I actually have it in front of me. And I got to tell you, I'm almost halfway through in just one sitting. I was able, I think I probably spent like an hour reading through the book and I'm already, I'd say I'm already almost halfway through, which is crazy. In the middle of the book, they have a section of just family photos and stuff. So that's how I know that I'm almost halfway through. And I got to tell you, it's, I really like it. It's interesting because the book is titled Silent Soul, meaning meaning the way that I'm interpreting that is that my dad was a man of a few words. And this book really covers more so the actions and the results of his life because we didn't know we didn't know what his motivations were. We didn't know why, for example, before he joined the US Navy, he was part of the Philippines Army. Like there's just events in his life that are documented. I really love how Keith Hayden, shout out to Keith Hayden, the author, he likes to, it it seems as though his style is giving us a 30,000 foot view of the time frame of where my dad was at in history. He visually and beautifully and eloquently paints the picture 
of a certain time period. And then he zooms in to where my dad is and all of it and talks about his steps, his actions, the results of those actions. And and then he wovens, he woves in, if I'm saying that, he woves in quotes from people that have been interviewed for this book. And one, there's the historical aspect. Two, there's the firsthand observations of people who knew him. And then three, there's how it's all organized. And I got to say so far, right now I'm in chapter five, and that means that I have uh, four more chapters to go already. I'm just really excited to continue along the book and learn more about my dad's story because a lot of the things I'm learning are very new to me, especially about my dad's father, my grandpa, who was a politician in the Philippines. And I'm here thinking that I came from a family of farmers and little did I know that he was a city councilman. So what do you know? <laughs> Politics runs in my family. And, and yeah, so I just thought I'd mention that for now, keep you all updated. I feel like I can share this with all of you as a matter of fact right now because I feel like those days that I was describing to you all were quite emotional and I felt that it was a lot. It was a lot to navigate and explore and observe and to embrace and I'm appreciating every moment of it. Anyway, that is all for now. I will continue to read through this book and I will provide the link for you in the description in case you want to read along. It was funny, I was sharing this book with one of my church friends and one of the first things he commented on is that he loved how um, big the font is. <laughs> he said, I like how the font is so big and there's it's like double space, it's like size. <laughs> this is easily size 14 font, maybe 13 font times New Roman and double spaced. It may be like 1.5 space, but it, it's, very, it's very palatable, I think, and digestible to to go through and hence within within an hour I'm already in in chapter five a very easy read I think um, Keith Hayden did a great job speaking in layman's terms well done Keith and with that I will keep you all posted as this goes on I think what I'll do now to close out is to share a a review that is mentioned in the back of the book the back cover by Susan P. Hunter who's the author of 77 letters operation morale booster Vietnam so this is what she has to say about this book. The Price of Freedom Foundation's undefat... Oh my goodness, I can't pronounce this. Undefat... Un okay, I'm going to skip that word. <laughs> the Price of Freedom Foundation's efforts to memorialize the courageous stories of our fallen heroes is once again applauded and appreciated. This particular work remembers the courageous service of Petty Officer Amos, whose ultimate sacrifice unceremoniously vanished from headlines robbing him and his family of due honor of having answered the call to service for two countries. A life of service virtually unparalleled. I extend sincere gratitude to all those involved in this gesture of patriotism. So that's one of the reviews and I will read the next one probably in the next recording. So chat then. Thanks for listening and bye for now.